1: And so you do see some items scattered along the floor. And so you see a shit ton of gold coins, about 4,000 GP worth. Whoa. You see that it is a, a very ornate invitation. Open me up, bold sport. What do we do next? We also need to know what the other side's doing. You you guys had mentioned an invitation?
2: Yes, a uh, delicious fancy party at a Mr. J. Gatsby's some people from the spotted hand might be in attendance
0: so we gotta go yes. to the party we have the invitation
2: obviously we're not Fagin who knows I don't even know if they know what Fagin looks like
0: I'm fagin and I'm angry okay. and I take the blood of children
2: okay she's so, she's <laughs> still okay oh she still got it.
1: So for today's uh, session, you three are going to go to a party. But before you go to said party, we have to make sure you look the parts. So what Marion and Robin set up for you uh, was each of you got a session with Hugh. If you remember Hugh Longshanks, uh, the hoity-toity cousin of Marion's who also is of the more fashionable type and is very good at coming up with everything from the green hoods that you have personalized to anything else that you need on your body, on your person. Um, so tell me, your DM, what your character worked with Hugh Longshanks to design. What, what are you going to wear to this party of the rich and powerful hosted by Jay Gatsby?
3: Awin's pumped. Because he has his jumper on with all the pockets as usual, but he's feeling like if we're going to a fancy sneaky party, he's going to look so slick. He has this, I, Aaron, am like a slob in real life. I don't, I own like five shirts um, or like five different <laughs> shirts. I wear like 10 of the same exact shirts every day. So like, I don't know much about clothes, but it's like capsule a capsule wardrobe, my friend. Two so were like, clean. Mm -hmm. No, they're, they're clean. I don't, I don't smell bad. Don't get it (laughs) twisted. No, but, um, it's this, it's this kind of like, I don't know, like long coat. Like it it kind of has like a, like the, the chest has buttons like a, like a, like a suit jacket would, but it's long sleeves. It has, it's almost like really long in the back, like a duster kind of. Um, but it has this like really rich silver inlay all around it, like silver thread. I'm in this like Mm -hmm. really cool elven type pattern. And my silver hair is kind of um, braided back, um, kind of like following the shape of my ear all the way down. And it's like really long. So it kind of like hangs down in the back um, in the middle is like braided. And it's like really like ornate braid. I mean, my earrings are kind of hanging out um, and I'm looking so I'm looking like a snack.
1: Aaron, you, you had, so before this session, you had sent me a picture of the, inspiration for this hairstyle as well as the the outfit too um one of the benefits of being the dm you can kind of get little glimpses into everybody's background but uh definitely it has some awesome vibes of aloy from um forbidden west Yeah. yeah so for gamers out there who might like that game definitely looks like that but it makes me want to encourage you as a friend to get a wig just to i'm
3: losing it. my hair for sure it's the receiving it's sherman's march through my head so like it's <laughs> it's going it's going so soon i will wear a wig and if anybody out there wears wigs and you are bald you need to hit me up hit me up on twitter at haggard and you let me know all right
2: if you want to sponsor this show aaron yeah. will promote he'll wear the wigs promote, uh, shave promote the brand
1: don't yeah. wait, Aaron. I just want to see you wear that now. It is gorgeous. Okay, so we got you looking fabulous in a brocaded jacket of sorts inlay of silver to go and just compliment your also silver tresses that are in a braided style. Excellent. and uh, let's let's hear from you, Bertram. what what did you do for your outfit?
2: Yeah, kind of similar to what A1's rockin', but uh so it's starting with these gold vestments that I believe I found in the prison. Yeah,
1: I yeah. Believe. You found that during the in my um, little cubby hole money, Christo, that I really adventure. wanted
2: little name tags on written, like uh, like kindergarten cubby holes that everyone made fun of me about. But anyways, <laughs> I uh, I think I'm taking that and Hugh is helping kind of fashion this. I don't know what you would call it. Maybe a long like cape. Is that a cape? Or like a, it almost looks like a robe. It's a robe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's like a robe robe. Yeah. It, it's very. And, and, and I think. There's I want, something
1: ecclesiastical about this.
2: <laughs> it's something that like that goes all. It hangs all the way down to the floor too, um, all the way around me and kind of flows. I want I, I wanted an outfit. So that way when he moves, it almost looks like he's gliding kind of on the floor. You can't <laughs> you can't see his feet. But you just see the kind of the, the the robes or the cape, the bottom of it, kissing the floor. But I didn't want the garish kind of gold on the outside. So he he's using that more as an inlay or the, the, the lining of it. So it's kind of like gold and patterns and maybe uh, including some kind of leaf pattern in there, since that's my vibe and what I like. But on the outside, it's kind of more of like a dark black, maybe... Maybe velvet, I'm not sure, but some kind of like really dark on the outside. But when I walk and flow, you see it kind of like billowing and opening up and seeing the kind of the kind of bright gold and maybe kind of white material uh, inside.
1: That would look pretty cool because Bertram, the color of your metal is is a dark gray, almost black. Okay, Mm -hmm. so that would be the same color as instead of skin your your metal which is exactly pretty cool. exactly does bertram twirl
2: i think he's never had the opportunity to twirl but he is going to twirl his ass off at this party Damn. for sure um especially if he thinks it's a power move and people will be impressed by it then he will just twirl, he'll just incorporate twirling into his movement as he's walking everywhere he'll sashay just everywhere across the floor as he's walking somewhere he'll shimmy Um, and, but lastly for my outfit on the top, um, kind of where it meets my shoulders, there's like a high arching collar that almost kind of almost like, uh, envelops. It probably goes up to like his eyeballs, but it's a really high collar, um, that then kind of then seems to incorporate and continue on with like the flowers behind his head, um, so yeah, I'm working with a really. Tall what are the flowers looking collar.
1: like for this? Because you can you can personalize those flowers, can't you?
2: Yeah, I think it takes time to do it. It doesn't just happen. Well, like What are they that. looking
1: like now? It's been a while since we've heard about Bertie's. I guess collar. Bertie's bees. A if collar. you have flowers,
3: you have to have bees, right?
1: Mm-hmm. I think he's got a giant bee. Remember that? Oh
2: yeah, hmm. Bert's bee. What? <laughs> Bert's bees. Um, let me see. You think it'd be easy just to Google, like, what is a white flower? Dude, I picked this thing about flowers with my outfit, and I don't know dick about flowers, so whatever. Um, <laughs> I think I, he doesn't want it to be kind of like it's normal kind of everything, a smattering of colors. I think maybe he'd want one that more kind of pops, and so maybe he's going with like a, like a, a white flower that's kind of uh, there amongst the green, and it... Um, it's kind of match like the lining inside amongst the gold and white. There's kind of a matching white uh, just above his head.
1: Got it. That'll look really cool. And as a as a teacher, uh, the the teacher in me right now is getting very excited because we are commencing on a novel that I have read over and over and over again because I teach it every year to multiple classes and have been teaching for over a decade. Uh, but with The Great Gatsby, colors are a big deal and. So far, between Aaron and Adam, without realizing it, you guys have named three colors that play a large part in this story. Gold and silver, as well
3: as white.
2: Oh, how about I go further and I say that the flowers are daisies? Isn't that the...
3: Even I remember that one.
1: (laughs) You can. You can make them daisies. Wait, should I...
3: Is this a book that I should pick up? Like, should I read this book? It's like so a hundred We're a podcast a about
2: read. reading. Aaron, Aaron, said yeah. I want you to read everything. No,
0: of all these mind. books, no, no, Aaron, of all the things we've talked about, this is probably the most readable of the books, and it's the probably Nine the quickest to get what's ha- like get the depth of it because it's mm-hmm. contem- more contemporary, not so, fully. Somehow,
3: but. like I, ne- I didn't read any of the books in high school. I still have my high school copy of The Great Gatsby literally on my shelf. It has it's like so the stamp, like "Do not take." I took it. It's mine, Aaron. I, didn't even, I don't it, even like I it. Would, it just I would do,
1: I would do anything to have you read that and then sit down with me over a cup of coffee or tea and or talk about it. Or join us on
2: the book report. Or
1: do oh, it. Book report. Okay, I'll get the Aaron, audio
3: book. Aaron, yes, because your boy, you would spoiler. read it in a day. Like it's yeah, a it's it's short. Shorts. It's it like, shor- it's like two hundred to Two hundred pages. Is yeah. a Quick plug for Libby. If you like books, it's free audio books at your library. Check
2: it out, love it, love it, yeah, dude, it's good. It's it's a it's melodramatic, super, but it's a good, it's a good, it's a good read. And then
1: watch the Boslerman movie. Is Apple not
3: a sponsor yet?
2: Come on, (laughs) come on, guys, what are you doing? All right, fix this.
1: All right, so we have two down, one to go. Now, Kimmy, I'm going to have us role play your session because you have. The potential of not one but two outfits for us to do, uh, which would be highly interesting, especially considering I do not believe you have shown Penny to be of the fashionable sorts or one that would even give She'll any thought crusty. to. <laughs>
0: Penny's very crusty. No one ever took care of Penny, so she didn't learn this stuff. Like she Sad. always just had to show up. That's why her hair is really choppy. Uh, she just doesn't know what to do. She was never she was never cared for. So. Um, all so right, we're gonna jump in the room here, and,
1: and you're gonna be with Hugh. Is it basically yes. good? Gu-
0: okay, so it's gonna be Hugh. I was gonna say, is it kind of what I texted you about, or is it like I'm with you trying to figure this out? We are figuring it out here. Mm-hmm. Okay. um Then it just starts with Penny just basically saying, like, I don't get why my best like cat, like cat suit that I would wear for any normal job isn't gonna work for this situation. It's worked every other time, Hugh. I don't understand what you want from me.
1: He is pinching the bridge of his nose so hard and he's been (laughs) pinching the bridge of his nose for the past hour on and off and he finally lets go and you see just divots in his (laughs) in his nose (laughs) and by his perfectly manicured hands. I cannot express Penny again. You are rubbing shoulders with Highly influential people. They're going to be glamorous. They're going to be glitzy. And if you come in there wearing, for God's sake, something that I could roll out of bed in a cabin with, a onesie, really, that's what a catsuit is. It's a onesie. It's meant for people to either look at your ass or... I don't know, actually, what else you would do with that. I guess go on a heist, but... You want to blend in, and that's not going to help you. So it's not just me personally wanting you to look fashionable. It's also me wanting to help you succeed. So if you go wearing a catsuit, they're going to stare. Well,
2: especially if it's especially if it's Fagin wearing the catsuit. <laughs> <laughs> well, Penny's intention
0: is to switch back and forth a few times this mm-hmm. party as Fagin. So definitely Fagin in a suit is not going to be good. Um, so the intention is that she are ha- actually uh, at the previous location stole some of Fagin's old clothes, understanding that she probably would have to change into Fagin at some point. And as I. Googled- All right, I'm going to
1: stop you right there, Kim let's let's keep role playing this okay let's work on that so yeah talk to me talk to me as as I'm Hugh tell me tell me this info
0: Okay, got it. Well, I just I've never done this, and I don't know what looks cool. And the only time I ever wore a dress was when I was being someone else, and it felt weird. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so I don't what I don't understand what you want from me or what I should do. And this is out of my comfort zone. And for half the night, I'm just gonna be like a weird, gross old man anyway. So like, what? Okay, does let's this let's start with the,
1: what, what is the easier one of the two for you, and that is Fagin. So. You had time to already grab some of his clothes and And uh, you're going to be acting as him. So could you could you just transform into him for a second with with this outfit on? All right. Oh, yes. I'm (laughs) ready. I'm vegan.
0: I'm holding you to this because I love it so much. My Brett Goldstein. Yep. (laughs) All
1: right, so what I see here is yes, it is the shabbiest of shabbies. This man definitely pinched some pennies, as it were. But we have the basics of a suit, uh, so I can work with this. Why don't we create something that you don't have exactly two different outfits to keep going back and forth in, but what if we could have a convertible, as it were? You could still wear pants that's still fashionable. That is still not something that's considered gauche, even amongst the glitzy and glamorous. So why don't we... Hmm. And he walks around just picking at different parts of this, and you can see just the level of disdain. And every time he touches a piece of the clothing, he takes out... He takes out a, a handkerchief from one of his pockets and, like, wipes it. I mean, to the point where it's just getting ridiculous. You know, he's wiping every other second, but you can see it's just... it. It is disgusting him to touch Fagin's clothes. All right, all right. We get it. All right, so... Why don't we do it where... The outside stays shabby, a la Fagin. You know, decrepit evil, oh, just horrible and ugly, and then we have the flip side on the inside, uh, where we have a lot, We c- I can lengthen this jacket, and then if you flip it around, and then pin it at the waist, we can make something a little more feminine, bring out curves that I know are in there somewhere, and uh, make it more, a little more colorful, a little bit more, what somebody would be wearing to this so all you have to do is just flip in and out the outer layer
0: i do like the color green
1: <laughs> is this is this you as fagin or is this is this penny who likes green penny i'm always penny
0: I, you just didn't tell me to change back yet okay for, so. yes i think we're good you can you can switch back to penny <sighs> thank now. god it's so exhausting being him it smells terrible Okay um your smell changes my god tell me tell me more I know maybe I'm just imagining it maybe I'm just imagining it who knows I'm still learning what it is to be me but um I mean that sounds nice how are you gonna get he's such a different size than me how are you gonna get the fit right to be able to fit both of us
1: no worries or how how much of a difference are we looking at and he measures and how much of a difference would
0: you say is the height between you and fagin i mean fagin's shorter than me for sure because i gosh how do I, how tall did i say i am i'm truly blanking i'm not big but fagin was even shorter but fagin was very wide um and okay. definitely had a beer belly so like our sizing is very different okay
1: He's only, I mean, the the height between the two of you is less than six inches, which is nothing to worry about, especially if I want to give him something that might dust the floor because that's, you know, pretty shabby. And then by the time you fit into it, it's just the right length. As for the difference in girth, it's all in the waist where I I can give you a mechanism when you turn it inside out to cinch, you can have a nice billowing effect. I mean, I like billows. Okay. And so you see him work it a bit, and he, you know, sends you either out or if you want to sit in the corner and watch or something. But he, he's going to take maybe five minutes, and you see him, you know, flip this here, um, have a, a swish of magic there, take out the, the needle and thread here where he needs to manually you know alter the the outfit and when he calls you back he puts on he, it's the same outfit that you saw with fagan only you notice that it seems it it has some extra seams around your waist and then when he has you turn it inside out in your form as penny he he directs you to that waist and he says you only need to just pull here with your two thumbs and as you pull forward the waist cinches and an extra layer seems to drape from your shoulders and this verdant green uh, really just as deep as the forest emblazons the front and back um, and then the extra I guess you could say padding from Fagan's bulky frame um, seems to then billow out so it accentuates your tiny waist and then makes your curves even softer Um, and then it goes all the way down to your ankles leaving the same black pants and simple black shoes so that you have this outfit um, as Penny that would be black and green um, with bits and pieces of sparkle just as a hint like you would only catch it in certain lights
0: um, on your shoulders and then at the waist. Mm-hmm. penny just like looks sideways in the mirror and she's like i this is just matt how did okay uh-huh i don't understand but i'll take it uh i i mean i yes, guess you will you will take I it i guess this will work do very well mm-hmm. i don't see how this is different than a cat suit she like rolls her eyes but i mean it's comfortable so i guess i'll wear it good
1: and if anybody asks you uh who you're wearing just say it's long shanks even just
0: give it a little twirl see if i can get my name out there a little oh, more i mean twirling's bertram's arena but i'll see what i can do
1: <laughs> yes we practiced a bit <laughs> all right you go go along all right so the thanks you <laughs> uh so you you each have a fabulous outfit to wear to this, but you also need an accoutrement. So, something that we're going to start having available for you is uh, one of your compatriots that you have known since, gosh, like the early, early episodes. Is Millie since episode one, really? And as the captain, the Pequod, um And if you guys remember. Way back when, her original purpose on the Pequod, the whole crew of the Pequod, is that they would be um, running supplies back and forth, uh, but they would also be smuggling. And so they, they had a specialty in trade. They had a specialty in finding rare goods. And so she's bringing that to the Green hoods. She's bringing that ability there. And so Robert and Marion also are sending you down to the Pequod to meet with Millie. Um, where she will have items to give to each of you, so for free, um, as well as items for sale.
3: Awesome. Mm -hmm. Ready to go shopping.
1: So as you guys enter the Pequod, or you come aboard the Pequod, you see Millie emerge from below deck. Ah, there you guys are. Great. All right, I've got some loot for you that's for you. I'm happy to just take it off my hands, give it to you, and some other stuff. You know, I got to make a living still, so I have some other things for sale. But let's look at the loot first, and this is where I'm going to ask each of you to roll a D100. Oh,
2: hell yes. yes. Oy By the way, are we wearing our outfits, or is that not yet?
1: I would say not yet. I, you would, You would have... I uh, need to know if I need would, to
2: describe would Bertram as twirling all over the the Peckwad. Well, actually,
1: so you tell me. Would you be Would you be that excited? <laughs> Is that when you, you buy would a be, new thing and then you, you guys guys want to wear leaving it that evening?
2: I think he's probably not, but I think he's starting to like pr- like practice though. So as he's kind of moving around, he's kind of like just kind of going in circles, like as he's uh, moving around like
3: the peck Ron peck in Harry Potter when he's like
2: dancing. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah, just kind of going around the room, like kind of practicing of how he's going to twirl.
1: Yeah, I would say you guys are going to be leaving for the party, and at this point, like in three hours or so, so you have. Great. Right. Yeah, it's not immediately.
3: I got a forty. Forty. Forty.
2: Now is it? I forget a ten.
3: How does this work? It's a. It's the. It's the percentage dice. So the double
2: number dice and then the d10. D100
1: and d10. Yeah.
2: So, but if I roll a one zero, that's not a hundred. A one. Like a, like at the ten, I rolled a ten. I rolled a 10. 10. But that's not a hundred. No, you have to roll two dice. This, yeah, ten, and
3: then
1: where's that's your
2: six. d10? That's six. not a hundred and six. That's sixteen. Oh, da, da 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 da.
0: All right, and Kimmy, what did you roll? I rolled a five. I swear, I just googled "roll a d100" and I rolled it, and it gave me a five.
2: Nice. Oh, <laughs> uh, if this is something where it's like the higher your number, the cooler the item. Then that's not typically how Kimmy rolls. Okay, I hope I hope not.
1: Yeah, let me look up these spots so I can put it on there too, and I can say you know, let's say a little. Actually, I'll say it for you guys, and then in your voice, you can look it up. Um, you can tell the audience what it is. So, Kimmy with a five, she hands you something called a defender.
3: What is a defender?
1: 16. You, to you gotta it. look it up. Oh, got mm-hmm. it Adam with a 16, you got something called a sword of answering.
2: Okay.
1: And Aaron with a 40, you got something, you got a Vorpal sword.
2: <laughs> vorpal?
1: Ooh, a little bit of Alice in Wonderland right. illusion here. So, Aaron, you have two cool swords now.
3: I know. What am I going to do? you
1: got to learn how to d- dual wield. You also have to figure out the, the passcode for the your flaming sword. I know. Sword. I keep trying.
3: <laughs> have a great summer. Okay, and you dope. also need to add this to dope, dope, dope. This
2: equipment. How does it work? Like, my character doesn't have proficiency in a sword, but does that not matter if you get a magic sword? Like there's no point of me using it if I, because one, I have disadvantage on using it then. Yeah.
1: You would have disadvantage on using that. You could so train. what you could do is, yeah, oh, during like what? a rest period on the island to the next island thing is you could gain proficiency in that during your downtime. Oh,
2: that's cool. Okay, cool. All
0: right. So Kimmy, did you, uh, why don't you tell us what a defender is? This is dope. It's basically a sword um, and it adds a plus three to my attack and damage rolls when I use it. It's says the first time you attack with the swords on each of your turn, you can. Oh no! See, so you gain a plus three bonus to attack and damage rolls made with this weapon. I also, instead of adding a plus three, I could do like plus one and then add a plus two to my armor class, so I can use its bonus to protect myself rather than just for a better attack.
1: Awesome. Though it make more sense with the naming too. Mm-hmm. All three of you got swords. I love this, Adam. What is the sword of answering?
2: Uh, it seems not complicated, but explaining it seems kind of complicated. So it seems like. <laughs> It's a legendary sword. And so apparently in the world of Greyhawk, only nine of these blades are known to exist. And each of these kind of iterations of the sword is patterned. Um uh has its own like name and alignment. And each of those alignments like bears a different gem in its pommel. So basically, there's like a chaotic good, a chaotic evil, lawful neutral, and so forth of each version of the sword. And you said I had Answerer. So that's a chaotic good alignment sword with a gem in it. And it sounds like it requires attunement by a creature with the same alignment. So I'm I'm a lawful neutral. So I need to find someone who's chaotic good uh, to help me uh, to... Uh, to, to to help me attune it, to help me tune it.
0: I'm right here, baby.
2: You're chaotic good.
0: I'm chaotic good, baby.
2: Okay. Couldn't okay, you tell? That's awesome. I can. I can tell. And so, and then it says you also you gain a, a plus three bonus to attack and damage rolls made with a sword. In addition, while you hold the sword, you can use your reaction to make one melee attack with it against any creature in your reach that deals damage to you. Uh. As a yeah, reaction, so if you, you take, okay, cool. You take
1: damage, and so as a reaction, you would be Damn, able to swing back. That's cool.
2: You have advantage on the attack roll, and any damage dealt with this special attack ignores any damage immunity or resistance that target has. Dang, that's pretty. That's pretty hardcore. I'm assuming I need to be holding said sword. It's not like yeah, that I has can to be what you have equipped. Currently equipped. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you can't just not have it equipped and then randomly say you have it. So
2: I see a future scene playing out where uh, Penelope is going to have to help me uh, attune this baby.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to learn how to use it, uh, some some swordsmanship, and then you need to attune to it as well.
2: She'll probably make me beg for her help.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, interesting. My thing needs attunement as well, but I don't.
1: Also, yes, most, I will. Most, all, of, yeah, they these, they most of these swords require attunement. Most of them magical swords. Mean? Which means that you, play, spend, you play that you spend a whole you spend short time rest. with it. Uh, oh. Yeah, like you spend time with it, kind with of let it get to know you you and your sword need to become simpatico yeah that's what that's what i was doing uh, yeah when
3: yeah in the when i was holding my sword in the basement yeah that's right yep
1: when we went down that path aaron tell us about the vorpal sword
3: (laughs) um Awen got the vorpal sword and when you have the vorpal sword so so there, there are three different kinds of Vorpal swords, I guess. Um, and Awen's going with the lightest, the scimitar. So when you wield the Vorpal scimitar, uh, you can attack. Uh, and if you are attacking a creature that has a head, and you crit, you automatically chop its head off. Wh- I love Whoa! that. Isn't is that great. cool? Um, so you can That doesn't work if the creature is immune to slashing damage, or if it doesn't have a head. Or if the GM if the if the DM says like it's that's not how it goes. But um, but if I slash at something and I crit, its head comes off.
1: So basically, Aaron, what you're telling me is that I need to incorporate a jabberwocky in here somewhere so that you can cut its head off yes. to make the head roll and go gumping back.
3: I love it. I love it. Yep. <laughs> this okay. And this yeah, is a awesome. this is a legendary item, which is uh, it's a big deal for all you non DOD players out there.
1: I know. I got. It, she got you guys some legendary things. Yeah, mine's and, legendary too. It's awesome. In the the list I was pulling from uh, the magic item list from it's it's from the handbook. Uh, it does not have all swords. This is not a sword list. It's just the three of you happen to land on. We all got
0: swords. We like do the three musketeers and put our swords chunk, in the middle and then go huzzah!
3: Yes, yes, great. We do that. <laughs> huzzah! <laughs>
0: You all said yes, but then we're not into it and Penny noticed.
2: Adam loves the idea. Bertram hates (laughs) it.
1: Millie is in the corner because she knows that one of the three of you at the very least does not know their way around a sword. And so she is just not wanting to accidentally get nicked as you wave
0: them around and go huzzah. Which one of us?
2: (laughs) Probably me. (laughs)
0: Bertram. Oh, is it Bertram? Cool. I was gonna say like I am offended.
2: How dare you?
0: How dare you? How dare you? Well, now that we have these
1: swords out of the way, you guys, I also have some other trinkets that you might be interested in. Come with me to the back room, as it were. And she opens up uh, an extra layer in the floorboards and shows you her true stash, the goody goods. She says, well, this is part of my smuggling. Yes, yes, I found you some cool kick-ass swords. You're welcome. Uh, Green hoods and all that. And, you know, we're all familia. We're all working together on this. But here's what I have for sale on the side, as it were. And so she opens it up and you can see what I've done for you, the players. And so the listeners will know this. um, I have created a list of items that I will be adding to, taking away from when we interact with Millie. Um, And so I will be definitely in the future asking listeners, you kind listeners, to give us suggestions as to what I could add to this list for Millie's shop. I don't even I don't even have a name for it yet. Give me a suggestion for that, too. Uh, But so you have something sent to you. So if you choose to buy something, I will ask you to describe it
0: so the audience will know what it is you're buying. Penny is standing there, just ogling everything, very impressed with all of it, especially the alchemy jug. Which, um, looking at it, it's like this large ceramic jug with lots of different spouts on it, so it looks super crazy. Um, are there little signs that sh- they are reading explaining what these items are?
1: Yes, there there are different little she, she signs. Even had those, you know, those those uh, placards that they have in some cool bookshops where they have. Suggestions by the That's exactly what I was employees thinking of. at bookshops. Like this is why I love this book, but they all are just say millie <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> They
0: just <they're> like Billy <laughs> recommends this product.
1: Yeah, Millie especially loves this because, yeah, so (laughs) Millie has these small snippets of what they are, just so you know what it is you would be
0: buying. So, so Penny is staying there reading, I'm just ogling this alchemy jug, which again, ceramic, lots of different spouts, super crazy looking, and just reading all the different things it makes. And she's just like, whoa, but she sees that it's 6,000 gold pieces, and she looks at her purse, and it's got fifty. She snaps it with some determ- clothes, with some determination and a goal, which was very good for her. <laughs>
1: you want and- that jug. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have some things that are attainable, some things that you're going to have to work up to on here. Uh, but let it be known, you do each have gold. You can also pool your resources if you so wish, but it has to be agreed upon by all parties involved. Can't just be
0: snatching gold from one another. Guys, we all need to go in on this jug. It's super important to us.
2: It looks like that jug can hold mayonnaise. Is that what you want? You just want the jug of mayonnaise. Mayonnaise, vinegar,
0: fresh and salt water. Do you know how crazy it is? I can do fresh and salt water?
3: What about oil? Does it hold oil too? Because I mean, if you had oil and then you got some eggs... You could make more mayonnaise.
0: You could make even more mayonnaise. You could have more also, than you know, I gallons. noticed that oil, Awen. You know, I noticed that oil, but <sighs> I didn't want to make it like too, I didn't want it to be like, oh, they're jumping the shark with more oil. Don't, so don't, don't, I didn't don't say don't get anything. We started
3: about the oil, okay? All right, fine. Shh.
0: Come on, guys, pull in. Are you pulling? I'll take uh, care of it. No. I'll take such anymore.
3: good. Mayonnaise juice. No. Hey.
2: fine. Fine. You can use you can use your money as foolishly as you. Why don't you why foolishly?
3: I, I will meet you outside. Why don't you barter with Millie? Why don't you like do some strange for a piece of change? You know what I mean.
0: I would, but like f- me offering <laughs> strange for a piece of change. Who do you think I am? Listen, I didn't say I'm nothing. the girl <laughs> in the group, so obviously I'm going to do something Come strange on, like for a yodel piece of change. Or you know,
2: holler for a dollar. Or scrubbing the deck. Scrubbing Herman. Maybe oh, what, yeah, she's the means.
0: woman, so she's going to scrub and clean the thing. She's going to be the best addict, Bertram. Jesus Christ. So misogyn anyway. Um, fine. I can't barter <laughs> with her because the difference between fifty gold pieces and six thousand gold pieces is insulting, and I'm not gonna insult her, but I have goals
1: thanks I, I really appreciate that you. I not wasn't talking to you Millie
2: <laughs> I'm here we're in a small space
1: Penny we're in a small space right now and I'm not gonna leave you guys alone with my wares as much as I love you three I also know you three so I'm gonna just yeah, stay right here your
3: ship. come on you think, think we get a little friend discount here is
2: this already the this is the price? friend
1: discount yeah this is mm. this is the discounted price damn
2: she's is good a, is Ishmael anywhere in here
1: If you call on him.
3: If you call.
2: (laughs) Come here, boy. No, I'm not (laughs) going (laughs) to. With that accent, there's like, it's
3: extra weird. (laughs) Were you trying to go all Tim
1: Curry on us? I was
2: trying to, that or like Lucius Malfoy. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) boy. (laughs) Um, Millie, I I have my eye on this magnetic charge, this Mm, this glass mm -hmm. bowl, Mm -hmm. but it looks like it, Creates this magnetic field that repels uh, metal. Mm-hmm. For from man- but what would mm-hmm. that do to a creature, a being created by metal?
1: Do you have metal on your person? Y- yes. Then I think you know the answer to that.
2: It would. Re- then what? All of us have metal on us. Yeah. Some more than others.
1: Mm-hmm. Look, I I didn't create this thing.
2: I didn't know if you knew some kind of secret way to wield it or some some insight. Not that I know
1: of. I haven't really used it. I wanted it to be more on the brand new side of things. So it, it, it was demonstrated for me. And I saw it repel large ass things. Like something the size of a horse. So hmm. it, it it could repel you, Bertram, but uh, yeah, if somebody has Maybe I on them, want
2: to be repelled. Maybe You are a, repelling a good, Bertram. May, you
0: are re- ooh, <laughs>
1: burn penny.
2: Maybe it could be a way to <laughs> exactly. to, to escape from a uh, from a situation. I can throw it down and bounce myself out of that. <laughs> I'll think about it, but f- for now. Seriously.
1: No, think of Yes, Bertram, if you are getting into a really awkward social situation and you don't know how to end it, just throw it down. You're out of the room. And then no questions asked.
2: Look at the people. Look at the company I keep. Every situation is an <laughs> awkward situation. Buy it. You is could it use it right now, Bertram. Bertram.
0: You could probably use that thing right now. I wasn't now. talking to you, Awin. <laughs> all
2: right. Okay. Yeah. We're all talking about each other. in this really small space. Um, uh, okay. Uh, but I know I, what I would uh, purchase. Can you have Ishmael back there? Uh, Ishmael, could you, could you grab two of those potions of greater healing for me? And also that scroll of, of shield of faith. I'll, I'll take those three things, please and thank you.
3: Damn,
1: Ishmael just like rich. puffs, puffs you, into existence wh- in the corner. <laughs> yeah, but it's except a... Uh, look at the stock again, Bertie. There's only uh, one potion of greater healing.
2: Oh, all right. We I'll got take two that.
1: potions of regular healing, but a potion of greater healing... Just one.
2: Oh, will just take that one then. Thank you. All
1: right. So got the potion of greater healing. And then that and scroll go, over there. And go, okay. And he like <laughs> scuttles over to the scroll. And Is for it some the size reason, of him? Is it the size of him? Yeah, for some like reason it's it? high up on a ledge. And so he's uh, uh, like just trying to, and he's like, oh yeah, uh, I can do this. And he like puffs up there, grabs it, puffs back, and he's right on top of your head. And then lowers it down to your high level. Here you go.
2: Thank you. And now the scroll, please. I'll wait.
0: Yeah. Can it, can it, it be like right what? Here. He extends it
1: in his other little forked hand.
0: I was going to say, you. Trogdor only ever picks up sticks. My dog Trogdor. only picks up sticks by the end. So the other end drags on the ground. Can that be how Ishmael picks up the scroll? Is that <laughs> one end is just dragging behind him? Yes.
1: Yes. yes. And he doesn't even have to. He does it out of spite.
3: It's all dirty. It's like it
2: goes through water. <laughs> it's like kind
3: of wet
0: that just goes like you made ishmael mad
2: uh, that's what all that's what all uh, bertram takes
0: okay
1: so you got a scroll of shield of faith
2: oh and let me see what that does yeah uh, why don't you
1: tell our audience what it does
2: a scroll of shield of faith a shimmering field appears and surrounds a creature of your choice within range granting it a plus two bonus to ac for 10 minutes Nice. so a good defensive uh, scroll that could be used in Support? battle and plus, since like, so I didn't realize that sorcerers have like no healing spells. I, just, I need that potion of greater healing for sure too, to get me out of some binds. Your boy's got your back with the healing. Thank you, thank you, Druid.
1: Millie turns to you, Awen. Is there anything you would like to buy?
2: Millie,
3: Milly, Milly, Millie, Milly, Milly, Millie, Millie, Millie. Come here. Let me let me talk to you real quick. Um, Let's. Look, look she down. steps look my- over
1: the one inch towards you. <laughs>
3: Look, now look, look down here. Look, after, I mean, after so much walking and traversing and just, you know, just traveling, my dogs are barking. You know what I mean? After a long day, after many weeks on the road, these, I got, I had bunions the size of, you know, that jug of mayonnaise over there. Just listen, I see that you have these boots, all right? and. Now, now, listen, listen. I don't have nine hundred gold. I'm gonna be completely frank. I'm gonna be up 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 front with you right here i I don't have it, but what I do have is a twenty percent down payment and the ability to give you a percentage of every take that I come back with every single time, and as she's thinking, he casts charm person.
0: Oh my
1: God, you're gonna. You gonna cast charm person on an ally?
3: Hell yeah! I'm trying to get some boots. She's not an ally right now. She is an ally <laughs> right now. <laughs> she is a, she's a salesperson I'm trying to get she, what I we want. are
0: proving why she didn't leave us alone with anything.
2: She
3: said it for a good reason.
2: Is Ishmael gonna be aware this is happening?
0: <laughs>
3: All right. So what do I have to roll
1: for uh, charm person? Um.
3: Let's see
2: here. That is a good We're always attacking our own side.
3: I'm not attacking anyone. I'm charming them. it's different. It's, it's the, you sh- is the, sh- the you are of- manipulating. <laughs> is what you are
2: manipulating.
1: Uh,
3: okay, wait. Question: Can I make a? Um, I'd I'd like to. I would like to know if Ishmael is going to get in the way of this. Because if 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 Uh-oh. I f- well, let's see if he even Uh-oh. notices. Uh-oh. So well, yeah. you would have to do sleight of can, hand versus you know his what perception. I'm going to do. I'm j- well. He's not a humanoid. Never mind nope um
1: yeah so let's do this first do sleight of hand
3: uh, versus my perception sure that's a 13.
1: Uh, i did a crit miss so i rolled a one okay so yeah he is he's so focused on just trying to piss bertram off and you know he's holding out the scroll finally and then he pulls it back at the last second
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's a wisdom okay, so save so he is
1: completely yeah so it's a wisdom it's save for me okay dc
3: 14 was save
1: okay she rolled a 19
3: damn okay mhm okay
1: she sees it coming from a mile away she she ex- she is able to to resist it and yeah, so she she pulls back
3: a-Win, no wait 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 did wait. Did you wait. just
1: try to Did you just try no, to charm me? No, no. I
3: mean, Did listen, you just try listen, to charm listen. me? Do you know how bad my feet hurt? It's so bad. Listen, that's what I've resorted to. I can make to. them
1: hurt a lot more. That I've resorted A-Win.
3: Don't make anything hurt more. I don't need that. I just need some I shoes. I just gave you I'll a legendary you. sword. That was so kind of you. And you're right. I shouldn't lift look a gift horse in the mouth, and I'm so sorry mm-hmm. for that. And I'll never try to ca- charm you again. Just let's just Twenty percent down, and is in not eighty eighty five percent of every cut when I see you. Until, until you tell your pay, until you're until you're full,
1: hundred percent,
3: huh? Hundred
2: percent of my 100%. money. One hundred
1: percent
3: of my
2: money. Yes. Ninety five. Awen. 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 Bertram. You tried to charm the lady, and it failed, and now you're trying to continue bargaining. Bertram, how, how about boy. this? Ewen, Ewen. I have the money. Would you like the money?
0: Make a bag. Wait, what? Penny is loving this.
3: Bertram, I don't want your charity, but my feet hurt. Really oh, it's not bad. charity.
2: I will ask for something in return. What are you going to ask for in return?
3: Don't
0: tell him. Make him just
1: accept I'm
3: without not the terms. I'll take it if you don't tell me what it is.
2: <laughs> Three IOUs that I can call upon.
1: Three
3: slaps. Three
1: whenever I choose
2: <laughs> three IOUs. Oh, it's not three IOUs. Just three, three uh, opportunities at, at whenever I Perfect choose Lux. that I call upon you and you must do what I say. Three favors. Three favors. That's the word I was looking for. Three favors. Mm. And you must agree. No bargaining there either. Right, well, I will look for some kind of magical way to bind this together with blood or whatever it takes, but you <laughs> must. That's
3: really weird. You must. Right, do it. I'm 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 pretty sure I have fissures in my feet at this point, so just like anything would be so helpful. I will Yes, Bertram. Thank you. I will do uh, it could just be to get me a cup of tea somewhere. I don't think it's going to be a cup of tea, Bertram. You and You're I right. Both it won't know. be.
2: It won't be. It's going to be something terrible.
3: Wait, wait, Bertram.
0: Bertram, Bertram. Can I get in on this? Can I get an IOU as 20? well? Penny, no. Just for the fun of it. It's. N- I know, em? like, technically, I'm Bertram, not giving money. You can just money. owe me
2: an IOU or a just favor.
0: No, but like, wouldn't it be funny if he also had to do something for me just for the joy? I'm of not it? buying
2: you that jug of uh, mayonnaise. No, I'm not idea. saying
0: that. I'm saying make Awen owe you three IOUs and me one IOU just to see what happens. Just for It'll fun. Be funny. Hey,
2: Dark. just that for sounds fun. Good to I think me. this Why? is our best idea.
0: All right, Awen, three IOUs for Bertram, one for Penny.
3: Why? You're not adding any value to this arrangement. But
0: you know, my IOU will I'm be fun I'm telling you, no,
3: Bertram, I'll give you, you know, three, but Bertram not.
2: Bertram,
0: the decider on this, and Bertram's really wise. Okay,
2: okay. Penelope, right it now, sounds man? like A1 is getting jealous. He wants this to be his I'm thing. Jealous. My feet hurt.
0: I just think well, this I'm, could be fun. You know, I'm going to come up with a good one. I don't
2: want you to come up with anything. <laughs> Oh wait, you're coming up? Oh, I thought no. that it was one that you owed me. No, one no, no, that no. you owe Amy? No, 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 Bertram.
0: I want no no no, you but like have it'll no be skin fun. In this
2: <laughs> game. I know, I don't have any I skin. I immediately turned I shun <laughs> her and turned my back to her. <laughs> I thought it was a
0: great idea.
2: I, I thought it. she just willingly wanted to owe Bertram a favor have Bertram no, a favor. I think I that like, you sure. should make him
0: do more things for fun.
2: No, 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 no. no.
0: You missed Millie, a turns a good Millie turns to Bertram. Millie turns to
1: Bertram. So I before she
2: finishes, I plop down 900 gold and I say. You heard this legally, uh, this this verbally binding contract that I will find magic and blood. And maybe Robin or Marion know some way to do this, but a debt is now owed.
1: You two are going to figure it out between you two. I've witnessed it. I'll just say I was here, but thank you for the $900. That is where my time ends. And then here you go. And she hands the boots over to you, Awen, And, uh...
3: Wait, do you Tell us you Tell these? us what these boots are. You have these in a 15? <laughs> 15. My god, man. Hey,
1: yes, on, these don't, happen don't to be fun. exactly why your you size. Think,
3: why do you think they're hurting? Come on.
0: <laughs>
3: Eating the street. All right. So <laughs> These
0: dogs are barking. Yeah, so
3: I I look at the boots and um yeah, on the side I get the I get the the, the magical vibe that these are um these are these are magic boots, and uh, once per long rest, I can cast Zone of Truth, I'm limited to a target rather than a radius. But for it to work, I have to kick them in the butt.
1: There you go. Truth often kicks us in the butt, doesn't it? Mm-hmm.
3: Life comes at you fast.
1: Mm. <laughs> okay. So yeah, you got the boots of truth. Uh, anyone has the boots of truth. And then Bertram has the scroll of shield of faith, as well as a potion of greater
0: healing. Penny, anything from you? Penny's playing a long game. She's not buying nothing because she's only got 50 gold pieces. uh, And so she's going to wait. Okay. Plus they got potions of healing. They're not going to let her die. (laughs) That's
2: good. Mm, They love her. That's a fair (laughs) fair, (laughs) point. (laughs) Go ahead. Dare you. I dare you to let me die.
1: You love me, Bertram. Try
2: and write me off this show. I dare you.
1: (laughs) Millie pockets the the money. Says, great. I'm going to be continually adding to this. So next time that we meet up, I might have some more stuff for you to buy. Some more freebies for you as well. Because I want us to do well as the the green cloaks, you know. uh, The green hoods. But before I get you to West Egg for that party... I think you guys have one more meeting with Marion and Robin to go over last minute details. And also for you guys to get ready, all jazzed and dolled up for this party. So I guess I'll see you guys in a few hours, and then let's head to West Egg. Friends, half forks, countrymen, lend me your pointy ears. Hey guys, it's me, your master teacher, or if this were a book report, I'd be your dungeon teacher, but we're not. We're in a regular one. So it's me, your lovely master teacher, Kate. I'm here to say, first of all, thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad you're here and I hope that you are enjoying this adventure of ours. Uh, if you have been listening very carefully, you might hear an extra background noise during uh, this adventure, and that is my new baby daughter. Uh, she, <laughs> You might have heard her crying in the background. Rest assured, her daddy is watching her on the monitor very carefully, and she's being tended to, but a little bit of a secret Easter egg behind the scenes, our newborn makes appearances every so often as she goes through her witching hour of the night. Uh, But we are starting Great Gatsby. This is the novel that I have been looking forward to. And as soon as it became available for us to use, oh my goodness. And so we are having a big push for that. And this is where I'm going to call on you for our troops for that if you could accompany us in this and and partner with us and let your friends know about this upcoming huge adventure that we're going to be doing for great gatsby yes we are going into the roaring 20s yes we're going to have speakeasies yes we're going to meet gatsby himself the man the mystery and so if you could tell your friends those who might love 1920s those who might love gatsby or reading in general if you would even drop us a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. takes less than a minute and it does us a huge favor as a small independent podcast. Really, we're like a garage band wanting to play with the big guys on the big stage and this is where you can come in and help us just in time for us to have our great Gatsby adventure. Really, I I'm so excited to get into it and I really want to do this justice and I want more people to hear about it. So this is where you can help me out and tell others about the upcoming Gatsby. Uh, So with that, before we get back to our main adventure, before we get back to the story, I do want to give a special shout out to the podcast Dungeons and Drimbus. I have been listening to them recently and they are an actual play D&D podcast So what's really cool is they have a new story arc for each of their seasons. In season three, for example, it's called Your Honor. uh, But each of the actors play attorneys dispensing justice on behalf of none other than monsters, which is a pretty cool and hilarious idea. But what I first noticed was it's sound design. It's truly an immersive experience. You really fall into it, and it is easy to just get lost in it really and the ideas are not only innovative but it's hilarious to listen to these are professional actors doing the voices creating the sounds creating the story and yet they're also good friends in real life and so the chemistry is easy to believe and buy into so after this episode stay tuned to listen to their trailer and then I invite you to go and listen for yourself wherever you listen to podcasts all right so that's enough of me let's get back to the show so by now, the three of you have done your hair, uh, put on your fancy new outfits. Uh, Kimmy, does does Penny have Fagin's outfit on or Penny's outfit on? She it, is starting
0: there? as Fagin at this moment.
1: Okay. Does she have uh, Fagin's face?
0: Yeah, she's fully. Oh, actually, no. She's gonna be just. She's her in Fagin's clothing in the baggy suit. <laughs> oh, just like. So she looks like a kid clothes. in a trench coat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Like you're wearing dad's clothes, like a kid <laughs> exactly. wearing dad's clothes. Yeah. I
1: love that so much. Okay, so yeah. You just
2: said that, so you didn't have to do the voice, right?
0: No, no. I genuinely think I said it because I thought it'd be a funny visual. <laughs> I'm a storyteller like too, Adam. <laughs>
2: I know you are. I know you are. <laughs> the
1: three of you are prepared to go. Uh, so before you are meeting with Robin and Marion um, to go, and Robin kind of looks at the three of you approvingly. He's like, you guys look you guys look kick-ass. I, I wish I could go. I really wish I could go with you guys. Okay. So before we send you out, here's what we're able to gather from that info, from what we know, from any of our contacts that we have been working to talk to and here's what we know okay you're going to go to this guy jay gatsby he has a mansion and we know it's located on a peninsula just outside the hubbub of old smoke it's called west egg penny have you heard of this it's
0: it's oh man like
1: a couple hours outside of west uh, outside of old smoke i'm not sure
0: it's something. It's a mark we always intended to get, but Fagan was always like, "I don't want to pay the bus fare for you all," so we never ended up going. <laughs> okay. But uh, sorry, I should actually take that. I don't what... want to say bus. I shouldn't say bus. That doesn't work. You can have a bus. You can we... totally have a bus. All
2: right, a great. magic bus. A magic, magic bus. School a magic bus. school bus. Magic school bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right.
0: No, Fagan never would shell out the money to actually get us there. He didn't. He he wasn't really like as much of a long term thinker. So, uh, but we heard, man, the stories we'd hear, particularly when we'd be working a party to try to to get some stuff people talking about west egg
1: i can imagine yeah so it's west egg it's the home of the extremely wealthy so it's on the outskirts really secluded and we also have reason to believe that if the who's who of the spot at hand is going to be there perhaps a leader the leader is going to be there i don't know if this wd or (laughs) the acting leader is going to be there but The Spotted Hand has only been active for the past three, four months, like us. This is a newer operation, so group authority may still be tenuous and easily manipulated at this point. You guys could even play a part in manipulation of power in the Spotted Hand. But here's what you need to do. When you get there, you need to find out who the larger players within the Spotted Hand are. And the whereabouts of their leader. Do they have a stronghold? Where are they located? You do not want to get caught. All right, this is a mission of intrigue, you three, not of going in guns blazing. I know you did your awesome extraction to get Crusoe out of Chateau Dif, but even then, <laughs> you got attention when you were there. So try to make this go as smoothly as possible. Okay, so we've got questions that need answering, and you guys can do this, especially... With Penny's guys, you can perhaps get in as, I don't know how long you're going to go as him, but really, Fagin can get you in. So, infiltrate the party, discover the true nature of any rumors surrounding the spotted hand. Are they planning anything? Why are they moving all those weapons? Who is their leader? Where is their leader? Who's this WD? Look, get the information any way you guys see fit. We trust you, and then report back to us.
3: Yeah. Do you have any good, um, like, reasons why we would be asking questions like that? I mean, like, we will figure something out, but just you know, want to pick your brain as our leader for some maybe ideas about that. Maybe.
1: I think if I if I were one of you guys, and if I were posing as maybe if I were a member, posing as a member of the spot in hand. They're new like we are. So maybe there's a chance that you could talk to someone and easily convince them that you're part of the spotted hand. Oh, and to do this, we have some help for you. We've made some changes to the magical NDA. So you guys are able to say spotted hand. You guys are able to say green hoods. You're able to say those key words. What you're not able to reveal is the whereabouts. So we have made the changes there to the document holding your signatures. So that should help you with that. Also.
3: Do we, I mean, do we uh, need to sign th- those again to validate no. them? That's they can weird. They that can just add change.
0: an addendum.
3: That's also weird that you could just add shit to a magical document. Do you want to see us? the
1: document? We can show you.
3: I just questioning the legal process here. But
2: and also if you know how to make legal magical documents, I have something for you to make for me and Awen later. But that's we'll put a pin in that for now.
3: Here nor there. Sure.
1: OK. Back. I mean, once again, yeah, I get you. You guys have shown time and again. You do not trust people. So here any like sh- she slides over the document to you so you could A-Win it
3: reads well. that shit. Yeah, you
1: were the person who's like, when they're like, read through this and sign, you actually take the 10, 20 minutes it takes before you put your initials I think we're we're
0: going to be past fashionably late at this point, A1. we got to wrap this up.
3: All right, all right, all right. I just don't want them to be controlling me magically without my signature.
1: Okay. You look at it and everything that Robin has said so far is kosher. All right, it's all on there. I like it. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then... One other thing that's going to help you guys pass is something that all members that we have encountered have. And it is a series of three dots on the back of their hand. Three red dots. So,
2: so. If we, if so, But if we do that, that means we're automatically saying that we are members of the spotted hand. So we can't even be like Jay Gatsby's neighbor at that point.
1: If you wish. okay. You guys can figure out how to do it. I'm not going to have us tattoo you, but I'm telling you that all of them have three red dots on the back of their hand. So we can have somebody do that if you want to go hardcore, but you also have the ability to do glamours, don't you? Or you have a red pen.
3: Yeah, I mean, we can figure that out. That's, we just okay. need no what okay. to do. Okay,
1: so, so that'll help you pass. But if I, if I were one of you, I would just pa- try to pass off as one of their members... And then show some discontent on the leadership and what they're doing so far. See if anybody can slip up and talk to something. There's gonna be alcohol there, right? Oh yes. <laughs> this isn't the prohibition era. So yeah, we we will we, we but will have it? ways for you. 1920s America, but in uh whatever time frame this is, wherever we are, then <laughs> the ethanol <laughs> no, flows
3: freely.
0: Fair enough, fair enough.
1: <laughs> so that's what I would do. So discontent, get some loose lips, get him talking. Ask around. And also, maybe you can find some stuff out about this Gatsby guy, because I know nothing about him. He seems to pop up out of nowhere.
3: We are the dream team. We'll get it done.
2: We'll make it happen, Captain. <laughs>
1: yeah, you guys have, okay.
2: As you can see from our past missions, one way or another, we'll get this done. It may not be by the book all, all smooth all the time. But One
3: way or another, we're gonna find you, we're gonna get you, get you, get you, get you. Exactly. You can count on
0: us.
2: Okay. Oh, oh fake. Oh, god, oh, 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 oh hey. you
1: changed. Oh, I just we're look away. I'm about and, to oh
0: leave. Why well, are you all surprised you knew he was gonna be here?
1: <laughs> Alright, so with that, we trust you we believe in you. We love you.
3: Oh.
2: I, I love you too.
1: Oh, okay, cool. Uh give me a hug if you wanna go. before you go.
2: you might, okay. be, might kind of mess weird. up Are the outfit. Are you tips. sure you wanna
0: hug me? Uh
1: I, wouldn't do I wanna that. hug the real you <laughs> if I'm gonna if I'm gonna hug anybody. We'll <laughs> hug on the other
3: side. I'm what already. What does that hip. even mean, Penny?
1: Oh god, okay. You know what? Just just go. You guys are going to do great. Meet Millie out on the Pequod. She'll get you there. So you you three get on the Pequod. Millie gets you, you know, through the portal and towards the peninsula West Egg housing the glitzy and glamorous homes there, including Gatsby's mansion, um, right up to a docking area where you see just a series of these what can best be called like specialized carts, almost like taxis. Um, but like fantasy taxis uh, that are lined up with chauffeurs in robin's egg blue matching the color of the invitation that you had found in uh, in Fagin's desk. And so each of these are transporting guests straight from the docking and landing area to the specified party.
0: Fagin just nods and says thoughtful details. Thoughtful details. And then gets in.
3: Awen pulls out a red marker from his pocket, like a red pen, <laughs> and jabs it into the back of his hand three times in a triangle shape.
1: I have to ask you, does this marker smell like cherry?
3: Just out of character, like is this a callback that I don't remember?
1: No, I'm just, is it one of those Oh, like a smelly marker?
3: Smell- and then you smell yeah. it. Mr. Smell... <laughs> Ah, but you're actually getting high. It's like great. No. Um No, it's it's a pin. It's a pin. And it has like a tip. It's like this. And it's um he, he like stabs himself three times. So
2: it's a little bit more permanent.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Bertram, what do you do? Do you get in the cart?
2: Yeah, I'll get in the cart, but I'm <sighs> I'm still deciding whether or not I want to mark myself. I think I'm not. I think even the fact that A1's doing it, I'm glad that someone's doing it from our party, but I know that he can work that angle and maybe I'll try and work a different angle. So I'm in in the, the cart, but not marking myself as a member yet.
1: Great. So two of you are potentially posing as members of the Spotted Hand and one of you is not.
2: Oh, did, did Penelope mark herself? Well, well she is Fagin. Oh, Fagin! Da da da, <laughs> da 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 da. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So, as your specialized cart ventures on the cracked road, leaning into West Egg, the peninsula housing the glamorous mansion where Gatsby resides, you see children wearing tattered clothes and no shoes playing in the dusty streets just outside the lined villas. And before you can fully comprehend this random state of poverty, you roll into a neighborhood of wide lawns and sprawling estates. You begin to see other partygoers in fancy modes of transportation, half elves, half orcs, tieflings, humans, all of whom are dressed in brightly colored and shimmering outfits. When you pull into the main drive, the party seems to already be in full swing. Guests have already arrived as the yard looks densely populated with people wearing fashionable costumes of all kinds. As you approach the line at the gates of the estate, you notice the security detail. You hear a nearby guest mutter, (laughs) This has to be the least expensive party he's thrown all year. Maybe his money's going elsewhere? So when you get into line, the man in front of you turns around, and he loudly says, Those invites could have fooled me! This Gatsby's is a regular Belasco. It's a triumph, What with all this glitz and glamour. Glad to come for my first go at that infamous Gatsby party. The name's Benny McClinahan and these gals are, uh... uh oh, oh, yeah, uh... Gloria, Myrtle, Jacqueline, and, uh, Judy. And you see two women are hanging on each of his arms. And the four ladies, although not the same in physical person, they seem so identical with one another in their demeanors and voice. Charmed, I'm sure, they squeak in unison. Behind you, a classy elven couple also waltz up. They introduce themselves as Fitzgerald and Zelda his fiance, and a third wheel in tow, a fellow who says to call him Duke, though he claims to be a prince of something. You hear music floating out from the mansion doors
0: ahead. Um Fagin leans over to Benny McCallaghan? Yeah, Benny McCallaghan. M- Benny McCallaghan.
2: Benny. 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 Benny.
0: Benny. Um, to the, to Benny. Nice to meet you, sir. Ladies, 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 ladies. Um, trying and to do. Once junior- again, they just say, "Charmed." I'm sure. Um, not knowing exactly what to do in this sort of circumstance, uh, Penny just sort of like Penny slash Fagan just kind of like bows awkwardly to each of them, um, and then sort of stands there nervously, realizing uh, she doesn't know what else to do.
3: <laughs> Hello. My name is Reginald Nantucket. It's very nice to meet you.
1: The man behind you, Fitzgerald, (laughs) extends his hand. Oh, nice to meet you too. Uh, You live around here?
3: Oh, I have a house here. I have a house there.
2: I have a house everywhere.
1: Everywhere? Everywhere you have a house everywhere? Good God, man.
2: Well,
3: you must not really know wealth if you don't have a house everywhere.
1: Not, not that wealth. I thought. I, I mean, we're pretty well off, aren't we, Zelda? I, I live in this vicinity. You know, the host Gatsby recently told me that he just bought a hydroplane and was going to try it out in the morning. If you're around tomorrow, maybe you can uh, join me.
3: That sounds like a fun time. <laughs>
0: This is who I, you need to be from now on. I'm so sorry. This is A1 is dead. Long live Reginald.
2: <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. your throat. True. Or if that hurts, it sounds like a, it's a painful like Kermit. Hey, mm. Kermit. <laughs> um, I I would walk up to um to Fitzgerald and Zelda. hmm And I would um I'll I'll put I'll extend my hand and say hello there sir what's your name and as i put my hand out i'm trying to look at his hand to see if he has three dots um okay yeah he extends
1: his hand to shake yours and you do not see any dots
2: i'm not even rolling for it i just get to do it all right
1: oh yeah you're you're in close proximity you're in line waiting to enter this party so certain things you won't even need to roll for and it, it is very convivial at this point
3: Fitzgerald, did, did uh, anyone notice anything on Fitzgerald's hands?
1: So both of you have now spoken with Fitzgerald and no, he does not okay. have any dots on, on the back of his hand
0: cool. Fagin leans over to them and to Fitzgerald being like, you couldn't dream this sort of thing up, could you Mr. Fitzgerald? Is that so fucking creepy?
1: Actually, I, I could <laughs> and I have and he uh, kind of chuckles to himself as if it was an inside joke uh, and then because it was mm-hmm. <laughs> and he just leans toward uh, Zelda and kisses her on top of the head Benny McClanahan, though the, the guy in front of you with the four dates leans back Fitzgerald did you did, did you say that uh, you, you, you met him I've never met him I'm just showing up but I've, I've never met him I, I have yet to meet anybody who's, who's met this there's Gatsby. You know, a lot of rumors flying around this guy. Somebody, and he kind of looks around as if this is a big secret, and he, and he leans in, but is unable to whisper. His voice carries. You know, somebody told me they thought he killed a man once. Just one?
2: Who and- hasn't killed a man? <laughs> honestly.
3: Are you even rich if you don't kill men?
1: <laughs> Zelda uh, pipes up. She says, you know, you look at him sometimes when we're all hanging out together. When he thinks nobody's looking. I'll bet he killed a man.
2: But So you, you know, you know uh, the fellow Gatsby?
1: Oh, I mean, we, we've met him once, maybe twice. Uh, we've been to a couple of these parties, but living on West Egg, you get to know a few people. I mean how well can you know your neighbors, but right. you know, we've we've met him before.
2: Oh, what is the what does the fellow uh, look like? Or what does he do? I'm 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 like the majority here it seems, where I've never met the man. Oh
1: he's he's nice looking. He's uh not like my uh, my Scotty over here, my Fitzgerald, but you know, he's a nice looking man, great smile, uh, about I don't know, yay hi and she's you know very nondescript, very f- just flippant wave of the hand. He's about this high and uh, has nice wavy hair. And I don't know, He's said he was an Oxford man once and he went to school there. He likes to wear lots of flashy clothes, but I don't know. All I know is that he throws fun, large parties. <laughs> I like large parties. They're so intimate. Small parties, there isn't any privacy. Oh, line's moving, you guys. You got to keep moving. And you look ahead of you, and yes, uh, there is. You are next in line to go up front. And just as you cross the threshold into the foyer, a cadaverous man with hardly any eyebrows and no eyelashes and eyes of a red-brown, so unsheltered and unshaded that one may wonder how he goes to sleep, steps toward you from the shadows. He's high-shouldered and bony, dressed in decent black with a white wisp of a neckcloth, buttoned up to the throat and has a long, lank skeleton hand. Ugh, Fagin in the flesh. Could you have actually deemed this party worthy of coming out of hiding? I think we have some things to talk about. a murder enacted by supernatural forces beyond your control?
3: Yeah.
0: Are you seeking a multi-figure gold settlement for damages to your business?
2: Yes. Are you a young entrepreneur seeking justice for the murder of a family member that would be here if you were better at your job? Yeah! (laughs) Hello, I'm Thomas Phelps. I am the attorney along with my assistants of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher. And we want to help you get justice. Our expert legal services are available for a modest fee. But not too modest, I got a family to feed.
1: As a bot, I don't eat, but I do have a hunger. A hunger for justice. And that hunger drives us to work for you, future client. From investigation
0: to sentencing, we've got you covered for everything from public urination... Oh yeah. ...to murder in varying degrees.
3: Don't look at me. The attorneys of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher care about families. That's why they work quickly to help get this daddy off. I was blown away. My business was in trouble after an unfortunate case of property damage. But the attorneys of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher helped set things right with a hefty gold
2: settlement. So come on down to the law offices of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher. Located in the old Biscayne Boys building in eastern Orgea.
0: Just
1: follow the podcast highway signs for Dungeons and Drimbus and take the season three exit. The attorneys of Phelps, Oz, Mogbio, and Felcher are not responsible nor liable for any of the following that may be incurred while working on your case. Sudden death, loss of limb, heartbreak, the use of magic to secure evidence, the wrath of an interdimensional being, urinary bladder infections, nausea, depression, the sudden desire to remove one's clothing, the illicit romance of a will-they-won't-they workplace scenario, or complete and utter disregard for the natural laws of space and time.
3: Join your favorite fantasy attorneys for their next case, Dungeons and Drimbus publishes every Friday wherever podcasts are found.
0: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
2: Edgers said to the interviewer, he was convinced that the thing out there wasn't a vault. At yeah, all. I know what he thought. Dr. Edgers didn't think it was designed to keep things out. I know what he, he thought. He thought it was designed to keep something in. Do you even understand the difficulty trying to keep a base like Fathom at the bottom of
1: the ocean from killing everyone in it on a daily basis?
2: Oh my god. Everyone hold on to something! I think whatever is on the other side of that door out there, it's not friendly. I think it's trying to get out. That, my friend, is a dire combination.
3: That's a bad sign. Get out of the door! spreading
1: like some kind of technological contagion we can either stop it here
3: or watch the world burn fathom the first season of derelict listen wherever you get your podcasts or learn more at derelictpodcast.com